Oh, dear Jesus. <laughs> Please put on a mask. Oh, no. For thy breath blows far away, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Splade. Welcome to Splade. We have a new guest on the show this week. His name is Nate. Hello. Nate G. I'm sorry. This is my first time with a guest. I forgot the part where you don't talk over. You don't talk over the guest. I don't talk we over have... you. <laughs> That'll be the problem. <laughs> Nate. He's renowned worldwide for um for his exploits in the uh, in the southwestern regions of uh, Atlantis. <laughs> Nate, guys. Um, so, Nate, we brought you here on the show today. Yep. To steal your powers. <laughs> I feel it just being ripped out of my mm-hmm. soul right yeah. now. Yeah. Adam, would you please uh, execute succubus.exe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Go over to the keeper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess you're saved, Nate. All right, All <laughs> right. Good. for now, for now. Um, okay, so today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, um, is conspiracies and the theories that surround them. <laughs> uh, we brought an expert on conspiracy theories, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're just going to shut up and let you talk. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> well, Take let me tell away. you one thing. I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the first thing that I honestly wanted to talk about today... Yep. Was the moon landing? Ooh, that's a good conspiracy. Okay, yeah. moon landing. Yeah, moon landing. Okay, but second, I wanted to talk about that second because the first thing that I wanted to talk about today was the nine eleven attacks. Ooh, all right, <laughs> we're, we're we're close to September eleventh. We just celebrated the anniversary of it. What was that? Yeah, Adams. I see Adams' yeah. face getting squeamish. Is this too close to home? Like, I mean, not really. not close to home, but is it too hard of a topic? Heavy of a topic? I just they're. What's your problem? Oh no! <laughs> Let's start off with what's conspiracy and what's not. Yeah. Oh yeah, How yeah. No, that? I like. Mm. Hey, I love when you say words. <laughs> I love it when you say words. Okay, right off the bat. All right, Building Seven. Why did Building Seven come down? You guys know about Building Seven? I'm so excited. What? <laughs> you said let's talk about 9/11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in the government's official release, I don't remember what the title of the book was. But they did an official, you know, investigation, and they never mentioned Trade Center Seven, and that came down supposedly due to fire, if I recall correctly. But a lot of people believe that's BS. That there's an, no way that would have been taken out by just fire. An office fire. Yeah. Have you ever been in an office, Nate? Absolutely. <laughs> Work in an office, <laughs> not a high-rise <laughs> office. <laughs> you ever looked around in an in office? Second story. So. Yeah. You just want to. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is. At least nowadays, and maybe this wasn't true of this office building, but they tend to have high ceilings. Absolutely. And a lot of concrete and steel. Yes. Right? Massive amounts of concrete and steel. Tons of concrete and steel. Especially in the Twin Towers. (laughs) Yeah. They were designed to withstand a plane impact. In fact, they actually survived a plane impact back in the 80s. (laughs) Did you know that? Also another bombing attempt. And a bombing attempt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That... (laughs) <laughs> uh, there's so much I want to go into here. Right? Yeah, I want to yeah. slow down for just a moment and just okay, office furniture. I don't know if you have ever looked at the amount of office furniture in office buildings, Nate. Okay, you do this, right? Don't you do this? Actually, you do this, right? I am a construction cost estimator. Yeah, I look at floor plans all day. Yeah, <laughs> you might know a thing or two. A thing or two. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude. They're op- they're rel- I don't know. Okay. The offices that I've been at least they're they're relatively open, a lot of space, uh, concrete and steel everywhere, yeah, and uh, water suppre- fire suppression systems. Importantly, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How does an office furniture fire get hot enough to budge a steel beam off of its concrete support post? I don't think it can. <laughs> That's my honest opinion. <laughs> that is the... And then... Well, I think the majority of where the heat came from was the gasoline fuel from the planes, right? And so, uh, obviously, I guess the main towers, that's your that's your explanation there. That's but your explanation. As far as World, Although, World Trade Center 7, what you're saying is the furniture supposedly was... The furniture, furniture, that, and was furniture that caught fire. Was hot enough to take it down. Yeah. The furniture that importantly caught fire right. because of debris... Right. From one of the other buildings, right. fell and this managed is a, to fly sideways through the window. This is like a block away. World Trade Center Seven is is not close by. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't even realize that it's a block away. It, it may not be a full block, but it's a pretty good distance. I mean, there there's some range between where the twin towers were and where World Trade Seven Seven was. Yeah. So debris <laughs> flies a block away. Yeah. It retains through the atmosphere enough heat. To penetrate the window and ignite the Not office furniture, which somehow then gets hot enough to push yeah. a steel beam off of a concrete post. And this somehow manages to cause a catastrophic, 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 yes. catastrophic, concubine, um, successive failure with all of the other support beams falling, uh, resulting in a near simultaneously simultaneous collapse of all pillars, causing right. the building to implode within seven seconds. Yeah, I don't know if I buy it. <laughs> the thing is, I want to argue here. But it's, 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 I, want, I want to argue. Okay. Someone argue against this. Adam. Adam, your take. Yeah, what do you got on this? Transformers. <laughs> Transformers. Transformers. Yep, okay. Michael Bay came to town. <laughs> yep. It's all up. Okay. <laughs> Walked in the building here. We're filming a movie over here. We're going to film a movie, everyone? Just go about your business? Yeah. yeah. Nothing's going to happen. Um, but the ironic thing about it is that if you go visit the memorial... Have you been? No, I wish. I got to go this last really? year. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And um, there's this incredibly... I mean, it was raining, too. So, I mean, it was like it was pouring rain. It was just this incredibly, like, sobering feeling there because it's, you know, it's just drenching rain and you're in this, like, just... The monuments are just sort of dark and ominous. It's water that just flows into, like, a a bottomless pit. From your perspective, it looks bottomless. It just looks like this water flowing into darkness. Not into light, not into heaven, not into peace, but into darkness, into the abyss, right? Very depressing. Very depressing feeling. And you go there, and then you gaze um, maybe about... 100 meters away is the entryway to a massive underground uh, shopping mall that they oh, okay. have built <laughs> underneath this monument. Interesting. To make sure that they monetize. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's what everything's about these days. You got to monetize yeah. everything. So you can go mourn 3,000 victims and then get your Gucci. Yeah. Get your Gucci handbag. Fade in bad taste. With a sticker that says, I love New York. <laughs> I love New York. Right, I I survived my trip to New York. I survived yeah. my. Wow. wow! I just want to like hold that for a moment. That was like because that what you just said. Yeah. Summed up 
everything about that whole experience. The whole experience right there. Right, because it's just, just, a, just a tourist sticker. I survived my... It's tourism yeah. attraction. At this, at this junction, probably. But, you know, you're going to get the people that are like, we're always going to just, you know, keep fighting the fight. Even after you are destroyed your enemy sure. and you said you won, Yeah, it's going to continue the fight against anyone else that says otherwise, right? So... <laughs> Let's just take a moment. Yeah. Nate. Rusty. Adam. Mm. Everyone just breathe. Good. Why did we go into Iraq? Oil. Supposedly for the 9 11 towers, right? Supposedly. But I agree with Adam. I think it was an oil war, a pipeline being built. Why did we go to. Iraq. Money, money, money. <laughs> okay. I don't want to actually go into that too much because that's not... Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Although, I isn't mean, Iraq also known for its uh, opium fields? Was it? Or is that Afghanistan? No, that's Afghanistan. Afghanistan. But, but wasn't, yeah. wasn't Osama known to be in Afghanistan even though he was in that... What is it? He was in the neighboring country. Yeah. Uh, which is escaping my mind right now. Where, where was he? Where was he found? Turkey? No, no. He was in Pakistan. 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 That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was actually in Pakistan. Yeah. Living in a spot. Um, but, you mean a hole in the ground? <laughs> yeah. Well, so his compound that he was in was just like a two-story house. And he, you know, we had the intelligence and we went in there, got him. And the report says... He had a computer with emulators on it, and he was playing like Street Fighter, what, and other arcade games. No way. Yeah. Oh, no. that's funny. Wow. No, are you kidding me? No, no. The report actually says that they found emulators on his computer. Holy crap! So what? he's a gamer. He was a gamer. <laughs> Here's okay. yeah. I have a lot to talk about here, so let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back for just a moment because I want to talk about that. I want to talk All about right. Bin Laden. Yeah. I want to talk about conspiracy. Theory, complexity, theory. <laughs> I think yeah. we're going to theorize. And we're going to theorize about the complexity <laughs> of executing a conspiracy theory. Sure. Okay. Because I believe that it is akin to the complexity of running an organization in terms of communication cost. Yeah. Communication cost. Sure. If we have three people, by the way, this is the first time we've had three people on the show. Hey. We're now having to balance. Sure. Conversation, time. Oh, yeah. See, this is me attempting to balance the conversation because I, I tend to speak. We could go all sorts of directions really fast. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. And it's easy for one person to dominate or take too much time. As you point to me. He put it to himself next. But, you know. <laughs> or the guest. <laughs> <laughs> this guy won't shut up. <laughs> Communication is difficult to manage. Can be. That's true. So the narrative straight. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Keep on point. So the number of people in, that have to be involved in a uh, conspiracy is a key, I think, for determining whether or not there's validity to it, right? Because you get to a point where it is theoretically impossible to maintain, right? Sure. So the question is, when you're evaluating a conspiracy, if you can find a pathway by which the conspiracy could have been executed with only a handful of people, then I think that there's possibly some 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 credit credibility to it. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I want to I want to talk about that contrasting the moon landing conspiracy yeah, with nine sure. eleven. Sure. Okay, so contrasting both of those. Okay. So so um, I have I've done some numbers in my head, um, of what it would take to do the nine eleven attack. And um, Nate, I wanted to hear from you. You'd have to be pretty organized, and I kind of agree with your thought on that. That you're you'd have to have a collective group essentially to to successfully carry out something of that magnitude i don't i think you could probably pull it off with a couple hundred people honestly at that time <laughs> so here's the thing now is we, nowadays security and you know even online security has been way tightened up a couple hundred people means that you have a couple hundred times a couple hundred because the, the, the sure, communication you have, law you have is exponential within and groups that have groups that's outside of them that they're managing. Yeah, I understand what you're getting at. Hmm. I yeah. believe anything over a hundred is impossible. In fact, it might even be as low as twenty or thirty. Okay, is basically impossible to execute. Because then you get too much individual thought and decision on mm-hmm. the matter or, or thing at hand that you're going after. What do you think is the limitation, or what's the last limitation? I think ten is uh, is is practical. I think twenty is you're going to have to have some highly skilled people, and I think a hundred is. Um, in software, they talk about this with development teams, with Microsoft, like managing the number of people that can work together on a microservice, sure. right? Yeah. Or quote unquote microservice on a service. Yeah. Um, and uh, it they've basically, you can see this. There's examples of this. The team size breaks down about 20, right? Um, and 100 is like considered the max theoretical. And after that, you can't, your team can't communicate. You can't get work done anymore, right? Yeah. And so yeah. maintaining a conspiracy above that, I think, is impossible. So, all right. You say a couple hundred people. Maybe I'm off of my guesstimation. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. But I'm wondering, I'm wondering. Yeah. I, I, I don't about, know. Think I mean, about what, what you needed, right? You had, we had what? We had five out of how many? How I mean, many? yeah, you, it's a, it would be a pyramid, right? You'd have to have someone at the top pulling the strings, essentially, and then that would have to trickle down successfully. You hit on it. You know? Exactly. So, say it again, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's top-down theory, baby. Ignorance. You can have a legion of zombies. Absolutely. We already right? see it around mm-hmm. us. I would say. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you got a legion of zombies, are all conspiracy theories? You got to have them into each individual groups too. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have zombie group A, zombie group B, zombie yes. group three. Yes. Only vegetables. Exactly. Yeah, but you got to be careful with the vegetable group. Yeah, because um, yeah, they're limited. Sometimes you give them tomatoes and they get pissed. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, <laughs> yeah, see how, but it's keeping the organization of your groups contained enough to where you can. They all have to believe, I think, that they're that they're doing their own thing. They, yeah, they don't. Each yeah, yeah. one the, is You'd have to convince somebody crime. that they're doing their own. Whatever you want to call it. So right. Inception. So, for example, yeah. if you want to get someone a visa, maybe you um, you send out a donation to the dean of a school or something that gets them a student visa. I can't remember. Was it student visas that they they came in on? Or what? how did they get into yeah, the, in the country? Yeah, something like it was. I think it was a student visa or something like that. Maybe it wasn't, but whatever, whatever. Well, you get a business to give them a, a work visa, right? A lot of the times, all that requires is a donation. Sure. A bribe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that is a isolated crime. That person has to have no knowledge of the greater crime. Right. He can be completely ignorant. Sure. He just He's just accepting that that donation? Yeah, to give a visa out. He doesn't know necessarily out. where that's going. Right. And the interesting thing is you might have him in a position where he's not going to want to talk about it. Yeah. 
if he doesn't need to talk if something goes wrong yeah he he doesn't necessarily want to indicate that he accepted a donation or a bribe to give them a visa because yeah. then he's potentially criminally liable or, or at least right, right, or right. at least from a reputation standpoint he's he's tarnished or looks bad or whatever so you have someone who now took what they thought was a small crime right and made it and made it bigger and and then it became a big crime yeah and then they didn't understand what they had their hands in and yeah. now they are silenced because they don't want to be caught by the small crime right, right. There was a show me and Lex watched not that long ago, and I, it was on Netflix or something, and I wish I remembered the name of it, but it was basically this guy masterminded a scene of such, and he convinced people to either, like, get away with murder or accomplice murder. And not that it was, you know, it was a whole setup scheme, but it was actually a really interesting show for that matter. He actually takes people, puts them in certain scenarios, and, and organizes a group to, to make a certain scene happen, and then that individual accidentally gets, like, killed you know or, or, or was in like some mafia dealing and so the mafia guy shows up and like it needs help pushing the person off the uh the side of the building like we got to silence this guy and it was like the statistics were probably it was 90 percent of the people that they put through that in in their show committed the murder or accomplished murder or accomplice they got they, they got they, they were actually, able to get they were actually able to get to these th- innocent people what you think are innocent people into a <laughs> sticky situation with just a small like you said, a small misstep, and then it right. was just like you're like drawing a line in the sand. Yeah. And if you, you keep know. crossing that line, you can lead yourself into a murder scenario. Yeah. That's exactly it. Was a really interesting it. show. They get, they get, they make one moral slip up. Yes. that's Maybe minor, and then but, it, but then they're hooked. It, it, it's a trickle effect. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like it a, exponentially starts to grow, and all of a sudden they're entangled in this hot mess that they don't know what to do with. I mean, I'd probably be the wrench in that cog system. Like if they're trying to right? set me up, right? They're like, oh no, you. Uh, this guy got hit by this car. I just look at him like, okay, and what, what's he <laughs> yeah. gonna do with me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the, you yeah. have to have no moral. If you have no morals, then you're immune. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you gotta push this guy off the ledge, and even before they start, you know, yeah. finish their sentence up over there, kicking him off. Yeah. What's next? What's next? Did you say money was involved? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> money, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm over there counting. Oh, God. You just kill an Right. What they don't tell you is the other is the the other ten percent just willingly <laughs> just yeah, walked there, up there and were, No, it was actually yeah. the other ten percent had the moral conscience yeah. early on enough, or they even caught, at yeah, the main they, scene they were like, no, 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 I ain't doing that. I'm they, not being part of that. I don't care what I've done wrong. I'll take all up to what I've done wrong, but I'm not doing that. There's something about the there's the scene, uh, the movie, the movie shoot. It's there in hell in California. Hell's coming up. It's got uh, oh, Seth Rogen in it. Yeah. What's the name of the movie? I can't remember the name of the movie. The guy, the other guy, he's having a fight. He's trying to dig his way into the basement to get water because hell is basically started on earth. <laughs> and and his friend is like not helping him and like walks away mad. He's like, come back and help me. And his friend's like, I've already walked away too far. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. Like once you're down a road, that's it's it. hard. Yeah. To pull to stop and you don't want to backtrack. Yeah. And so even if you think like it's like okay you got a fifty fifty chance to make a decision in your mind you think this is the right decision or that's the right decision you go down one road a little bit sure 
And you kind of commit to that road. Now you start to think that maybe there's a 60% chance that the other decision was right. Sure. But that means you have to backtrack to get to it. So even though now the path that you're on looks less likely to be correct, you continue. Sure. And then it becomes 30% chance that the one you're on is correct, right? But you've gone even further, right? right? And then you're just getting more engulfed. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's something about someone who at the very last minute, after they've gotten all these like missteps, these little like... Right. Um, to be able at the last minute to pull out is pretty impressive, though. You Absolutely. Know I mean? yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. more of a politician's kind of thing. It's like I was right all the all the time. You know, it doesn't matter what choice I made. Sure. Mistakes were made. Doesn't matter. We're <laughs> yeah. moving on. Yeah. Let's here's, just move on. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing, though, is are they wrong? Oh, yeah, they could be wrong. No, but are they wrong? To them? Morally wrong. Yeah. To the, thank you. Yeah. To I them, think all no. part politicians are morally wrong. Well, to to them, to themselves. Oh well, that's a whole different story, right? Because like when when because Trump Trump will never, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying this to be important here. I, I'm trying to be neutral here. This is this is both a it is both a trait and a and a curse depending on your perspective, right? Trump will never admit to being wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he doesn't want to show weakness, right? Yeah, and is he wrong for doing that? In his eyes, no. Yeah. And everyone else is it's like, well, you screwed up, you know? Yeah, you're... You're, you're messing up You're not lives. on point, man. That's what people But are if you show me. weakness... Here's the thing is if you are doing something in the country's best interest, right? And that's the problem, right? There's this greater good, right? Are you really doing it in someone's best interest? But... Trump's an interesting topic for that reason. Yeah. If you are doing something in the country's best interest, you almost owe it to them, owe it to the country to succeed. And part right. of that means... Not showing weakness because if you show weakness, yeah, 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 you're right. You're, you're you lose power. If you lose absolutely. power, you can't accomplish your goal. It, absolutely, yeah. So it's an interesting. Absolutely, it, I do wonder why. You know, he's supposedly this multi-billion-dollar guy. You know, is he just that narcissistic and power-hungry that he's like, what else can I do in my life? I've already got millions of dollars and all these buildings and whatever the hell else. You know, I know I'll run for president. You know, and then he gets up on stage and I'm for American people, you know, yeah, I'm going to make, make America great again, all this stuff. And, and you really wonder what, what is that, what was his initial interest in wanting to become president? Was it self-narcissistic driven for power or was he truly trying to help? He didn't need money by any means. I think most people get into politics for money. No, he did need money because there was a whole thing about him. That's very well true, right? You know, he he just lies about his numbers. Yeah, that's very well true. I I have this belief that in order to do anything in life, you have to do everything. Okay. Trump ran for president because he had the idea. Sure. Period. Sure. So, no, that's how he makes that. And that's why he's successful. He sees an opportunity. Yeah. And he takes it. Mm -hmm. You You get an idea and you do it. That's what successful people do. Sure. Yeah. And so I think that's why Trump ran. He had the idea, I could run for president. I'm going to do it. And what I mean by that is, I mean, if he always does that, it's like it, everything feeds back in on each other, on itself, right? When, you're, when it comes to success, everything that you do connects to everything else that you do and can make, you know, in order to be sexual, successful at any of those things, you had to do all of them. Sure. Sort of a thing, right? Sure. So, in other words, if he runs for president, that could potentially feed publicity or, right? It, it can feed into his brand. It's going to give him success somehow. He doesn't understand yeah, yeah, how yeah. necessarily. Yeah, because his name is out there. Yeah. He's, yeah. I understand where you're getting at. Yeah. it's a good point. 
It's instinctive. Yeah. It's just, hey, I could run for president. But you okay. and I couldn't, I, you know, I'm going to run for president. I don't got millions of dollars to get my name out there and advertised well, and on the ballots. You know what but, I mean? I don't stand a chance in, in politics. It, in fairness, is the you know, reason... I don't want to either. <laughs> don't take me wrong. Is the reason that you don't have millions of dollars... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Because you're not running for president. Could be. I don't know. You tell me, man. <laughs> right? What I'm saying is... Chase what you want. Sure. No, I I, I'm chasing but I wouldn't run for. I wouldn't run for presidency. I'd, I'd be racing cars out in, on tracks and stuff. Gran Turismo style. <laughs> you should be doing that. Well... It's a work in progress, man. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty sick, dude. That's really cool. I want to build my own car and stuff. Dude, that's so I think cool. that'd be really fun. I want to get me and Dean to be mechanic heads, you know? Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. Fast and Furious? <laughs> pretty much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> build a car, race it. Not as cheesy as Fast and Furious, but... No. I think it'd be fun to do professional track racing. I almost, I almost signed up for like their Larry Miller. They have a driver's course I don't, I don't know if they offer it anymore i don't even think it's larry miller land anymore is it that racetrack out in twilla do you guys know i think it closed I mean, down or yeah something. i, I think it's know. gone anyway yeah. they they offered like professional driving classes you know you drop Dude. like five grand and they would shove you in one of their mustangs and let you go around anyway we're getting far off topic anyway it's okay i'm jealous you know <laughs> what adam i don't oh, no, just i have family that does demolition derby so <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Lex does too down south. Are you serious? Yeah. We, when we were first together, we went to a couple of them. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Some dirt races. That was funny. <laughs> I'm jealous of both of you guys, dude. I, so <laughs> racing is one thing that's really cool. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I, I wouldn't, I can't. I, I started to be a pilot and I had to, yeah. I had to pull out because I, I just like, I grip too tight. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah, so racing, I'd, I'd probably tweak it into the wall or something. You know? Yeah. And go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. 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 There's Rusty. Rusty's in the lead. He's doing 360. <laughs> He's doing 360s. <laughs> doing ankle grab. <laughs> He's standing on the hood of the car. <laughs> He's going to climb to that wall yep. at 60 miles an hour. Yeah. But he's dancing right now. <laughs> right into the bleachers. Oh, <laughs> right into the bleachers. The ladies and gentlemen, be prepared to catch him. <laughs> Coming in hot. So, uh, yeah, anyway. Sorry, that's a little off topic, I guess. But. It's on point, dude. Okay, wait. Where were we? Um, so, anyway. Okay. Yes. We talked about uh, cells. Cells. Independent cells. Independent corruption cells. We talked about the breadcrumb trail or whatever, right? Like okay. the baby mm -hmm. the steps. All these things are powerful tools for a conspiracy theory sure. because it reduces the communication cost. Sure. You can get them, you can get people visas without involving a single other soul. Yeah. You just send a check, you've got visas to people. Mm -hmm. um, you can, uh, and then once they have student visas, right, here's the thing is you need a group of people who do want to do this. You need a group of people who want to attack America. Sure. Right. So if you were to co commit a conspiracy theory, um, you have to get them to want to do it for their own means, right? And sure. again, this reduces your. There has to be count. motivation, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're because convincing them that this is what they're they chasing, what do. they well, want to do. Exactly. Motives, they yeah. have their own means. Yes. Right. Right. So then you're manipulating them to 
achieve a higher goal. Yeah. But they're not indirect. So there's a higher conspiracy and like a lower conspiracy, right? right. And so they think they're perpetuating the conspiracy, but really they're a cog in a larger wheel. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that's all it is. Yeah. (laughs) So you get, you get, you know, a couple of youths that are, um, malcontented. They are, you know, disillusioned. They, they don't like America and, um, you know, Whatever they don't have a future. There, we talked about this last week on the show. I think it was last week, maybe the week before. How a lot of young men, even in our culture, don't have a obvious future. Sure. Well, there's no sure. great purpose. There's no great war. It's the it's the Fight Club thing. Yeah. The same way that he was able to get all of them to join his Fight Club, right? Is because they didn't really feel that they had any great war, any great purpose. Mm-hmm. You get young men like that, and you if you. Give them an opportunity to be a hero. Yeah. A lot of them will take that opportunity. You know what I mean? Absolutely. To be a hero in their own little cell's eyes. But yeah. Yeah. Um, It happens a lot. Like if you do a little scenario with senators, like the senator goes to a barbecue and this guy who owns like a missile uh, testing range, right? He comes up, he's like, now I heard you want to build a bunch of like inner city youth groups, you know? And he's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And he's like, well, I, I got this new missile that I can shoot out and it'll just destroy everything. But it's not approved yet. I want to get it approved. Yeah. And I just so happen to have this big briefcase of money. Yeah. So if you could you just know, push this along. For the exact amount for your inner city youth. Right. You can take this and maybe yeah. a little bit extra for yourself. And exactly. just go ahead and okay my missile. You know? That's why lobbying and politics should be banned. Yeah. For that reason right there. Yeah. Corporate. <laughs> yeah, you get Sorry. corporate interest running politics, which is, I think, the case today, honestly. And media, too. Uh, you yeah, have too oh, much yeah, advertising absolutely. dollars in media. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Media. So if a person, let's say we stripped out everything of, like, corporate interference, uh, interference in all politicians, they just come out and say, I want to be president. So you have four candidates. Yeah. But they don't have any backing. There's no uh, public or... Uh, private any type of money for them they're just poor people oh, could you imagine <laughs> yeah they're like hey i just want to make things better they actually have a need, you know the want to do that yeah true you might actually meet some great men that way actually right if, if you're aspiring to be that big yeah maybe you've got some good ideas I don't so know. we just silence the noise how about that yeah silence the noise and let the smaller people have a voice sure how small? <laughs> How small of a person should you give a voice to? Well, like I mean, not a homeless guy like downtown. You. I don't think yeah, that'd yeah. be a good idea no, no. necessarily. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Like the whole, uh, maybe. Depends maybe. on what they've been through. No, I want you guys fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, go. Go. <laughs> How many drugs are they on? Methadone. <laughs> <laughs> they're on meth and they're doing pills and they're smoking. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you know that Madonna, uh, she, she, she did the thing with the thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And I'm king of the ocean. Yeah, exactly. I'm Poseidon. I'm Poseidon. <laughs> I've seen your posters. No more will we have to suffer with the lack of brown napkins anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking voting for Poseidon, guys. I really yeah. like Poseidon. <laughs> All right. Superheroes to run. Yes. Guys, I don't, I don't yeah. know who to vote for, by the way. I don't even know if I'm going to vote. I don't even know what the fuck. This would be the first you know. election that I I don't know. Just, you have on the, I've you never have, been huge into politics. I mean, fair. more now that I have kids and a family, I think that kind of caught my interest more because I want to know more what's going on in the world. But <laughs> you have Trump, and we all know him. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> we all know him. 
I don't know if he's dangerous. I'm concerned about all of the Russia stuff. I don't know how much. I mean, there's we can tell, we can do another whole conspiracy theory section on that. Absolutely. But um, and maybe we'll touch it a little bit. But I um, anyway. So there's that, which is a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some of the racial, racially or sexually charged stuff that he's done, and that's a concern. Mm-hmm. But then you have uh, Biden, and um, I just. Okay, from, he has indicated that he would have uh, promoted a mask mandate. So we're going to talk about masks. I'm sorry. Are you guys okay if we talk about that's, masks? That's fine mm-hmm. with me. I'm not going to ask you to express your opinions. I'm going to express mine. Go on, you too. You get on that stage. That's okay. I'm, I think I'm with you on your mask. A mask thing. mandate is my concern. It almost is that way. You can't go to any store without wearing it. It is, because if you, you know? mandate it in the grocery stores, then you've mandated it in I mean, the populace. basically, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. I, I have an issue with a mandate. I kind of agree with that. It's unconstitutional. Yeah. There's been a loophole cut out for the health organization, and I don't know how quickly we will be able to fill it or ever, especially while people are afraid. Yeah. They basically granted a blank check to the government to take your rights away as long as it's for a quote-unquote health emergency. Sure. Quote-unquote. Right. Right. So it's like a bypass. It's like I get to bypass all of the Constitution if I can somehow associate it to a health risk. Especially when you have scientists who are forgetting things. Yeah. Like the difference between the infection fatality rate and the case fatality rate. Whoops. (laughs) Slipped a digit. And then expressing that in their testimony to Congress. (laughs) <laughs> and then when you have oh, media organizations censoring doctors who are coming out and contesting right. and saying, hey, yeah. you messed up. Yeah. The case fatality rate is not the same as the infection fatality rate. Right. You done messed up and then they get censored, right? Yeah. Okay. So, in other words, the point I'm trying to make is you can falsify the magnitude of a health crisis pretty easily, apparently. <laughs> And if you falsify the magnitude of a health crisis, it's a blank check to take people's rights away. And that's concerning to me. I would agree. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, I don't know who to vote for because Biden seems... That's the best they can do? That's the best the Democrats have to offer? I don't know. That's the problem every year, I think. There's not enough options to choose from. You pick one or the other, it's kind of like the lesser two evils, right? Right. Pick this guy because I think he'll do better. I don't know. He kind of sucks anyway. But I think that's what happened with Trump. Trump versus Hillary. Everybody's kind of like, who's the lesser of the two evils here? Because yeah, it's kind of all that's spotlighted. Here's your choices, America. Go. You know, and yeah. you guys know who George Carlin is, right? Like, I kind of agree with his views. You don't really have a choice. It's yeah, they're kind of bought and yeah. paid for, and it's that's just going to really, you know, like they're a platform they're all they're kind of a, a, you know, it's the it's the cows like having a choice. You know, they have right or left and both merge and lead to the slaughterhouse you know it's like your choice really wasn't there to begin with was it <laughs> is that do they do that do they give the cows a choice no it's just like because a that meme. would be it's really like a meme. interesting thing <laughs> no it's like so, a meme <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you want to choose here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's on door number right <laughs> why well, I believe that uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah, a, yeah right uh, <laughs> door, door number right has a certain let's see <laughs> it's the economic structure in the 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was like super smart. Though. The gap between yeah. the wealthy and the poor. <laughs> well, they're all they all have the Neuralinks now. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the rescue. Yep. We're now giving cows a choice with our new Neuralink. What is that going to do? I don't know. In terms of like, someone I've I've heard this recently of people actually talking about like pills to make you less socially uh, independent. I guess. What? Yeah. To like quell your social disobedience, right? Impulses. Okay. Oh man! Imagine okay. if you had a Neuralink. What kind of subroutines could sure. they slip in there? Sure. <laughs> Right. Sorry, sorry, I just had the whole image of RoboCop again. Exactly. Where it's like, directive one. Yeah. Go to work. Directive two. Yeah. The desk. Yeah. Directive three. Classified. <laughs> classified. I wonder what that means. Yeah. yeah. Or like the Starburst jingle by Starburst. Yes. Starburst. <laughs> yeah. You just subconsciously implant into your head. You need to go buy this. And yet, if you don't, if you don't Neuralink, mm-hmm. you're going to be obsolete. Eventually. It's just, I mean, it's like the internet today. The internet is swarming you with isolated, biased opinions. Sure. But if you get rid of the internet, you are dramatically weakened relative to your peers, right? I mean, you you can't be as efficient. You don't keep up. You don't don't know shit. Well, you're not getting the information. That's what they're saying. Well, it's not like that. It's the work. Like the amount of work I can get done with a computer is specifically oh, yeah. with the internet is immense. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're a developer. You're not really going to develop as a lumberjack, are you? Even podcasts, <laughs> though. Even this, the the audience that we can reach with the internet, right? Yeah. Like we couldn't. You know what I mean? I don't you know. Wouldn't have this before. Yeah. Yeah. The the order of the scale that we can get mm. to do it in a physical space requires a much bigger upfront investment. We have to get a space. We have to get people in, right? We have to, there's, there's, there's a much bigger barrier to entry. And even then we have a maximum number of people that we can physically fit into the space. And that's yeah. the maximum amount of money that we can get. Um, whereas with a podcast, you can have someone like Joe Rogan who yeah. speaks to the world. You right. Know? Yeah, absolutely. And you can't, you can't do that with, without the internet. So it's like, well, radio Right. Yeah. But I mean, you have you have the Kool Aid killings. I mean, you still had the problem of 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 misinformation over radio, right? Sure. You can because someone controls it. Although you have a limited amount of radio space. Well, you're you're subject to your sponsors then, because if you are on the radio, you're you're going to have to need sponsors unless you're on like like a ham radio. Exactly. It all comes yeah, down yeah, to advertising. Yeah. It comes back to advertising. Yeah, got to get it monetized. Splayed all analog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a ham radio. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till we get advertisers on the show. It's going to change everything. Oh, we're going <laughs> to. We'll be yeah. talking about, I don't know. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> space monkeys. Space monkeys. <laughs> get your latest space monkey. <laughs> so I want to go back to conspiracies for a moment. Yeah. Um, the long and short of it is you need, you need I, I, the way I figure it, you need a corruptible someone to get them a visa, business or dean or something. You need... A handful of youths, that's easy. Get them plane tickets. They'll come learn to fly planes and fly it into something. That's not hard to do. Box cutters are cheap, right? Um, and then you need a guy. You need that guy. That one individual? You need a merc. You need a, You need someone, right? You need a little bit of physical presence. You need some muscle release, right? You need someone who can sure. find yeah. the guys in Afghanistan unless you're willing to go, right? Yeah. Right? You need someone who can talk to Bin Laden, right? You need you plant the idea in his head, 
hook him up, right? Yeah. Make it think it's his idea. You need someone to do the dirty work to grease, to grease the wheels, right? You need a guy. But I don't think you need more than one, honestly. I think you need one guy. But he would have to be within that organization, too. Or in good with them, at least. Yeah, so you, you need one guy who, who's in the know. At least... At least he knows all the pieces. He may not know the motivation, but he you knows. You have to have someone at the top. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, loose have. end then. Yeah. After yeah. it's done, he's got to go. Well, that's the whole thing is any of these guys could be cleaned up, right? That's sure. because the dean. Sure. Something went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, the dean is only a liability. You, you, so, for example, the dean, like I'm using a dean because I think it's student visas. I don't know if it was student visas, but maybe it's a business organization. Whoever you get to get them visas. You get him pinned in sort of a moral, ethical dilemma where he doesn't want to talk, right? Sure. Because he doesn't even know. Yeah. And he only knows yeah. so much anyway. He just knows that he took a bribe and, you know. So, but then what you do is you plan for him to uh, meet some, you know, ten, five years, 10 years after, you know, he gets in a car wreck, right? Whatever. You know what I mean? And so he's only a liability for so long, right? You clean up. Die Hard did this, right? Die Hard 5, right? Where they're like having people... Have you seen Die Hard 5? I don't recall that one. Yeah. It, not or not yeah. 5. 4. 5 was bad. 4. Not the Russian one. The one where they have the hackers. Oh. And you have like a higher level of hacker and then you have these low level hackers and they... There was like a tier. There was like three levels. Yeah. The first, the lowest tier, each bit off one piece of the task and then they were killed. Well, right? it's the Dark Knight opening. The Joker. Yes. Exactly there you go. That. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Do I look like a guy that has a plan? You know, <laughs> he's just an agent of chaos. Right. But he, yeah. he he thought of everything so meticulously, though. You know, he wasn't in it for money. He just wanted to watch stuff burn. <laughs> yeah. He was a pyro. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what if we get a president that's a pyro, right? Yeah. Just wants to burn everything down. Well, are we all a little bit? A little bit, but I mean... When I was younger. <laughs> Playing with fire was fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, just like legitimately, you know. I remember... Oh, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Nate, what was the motivation for World Trade Center? The motivation? Because we're talking about motivation right now. We talked about the motivation for the Joker. Potent- potentially, I don't know, on the conspiracy side or... I mean, if you ask, yeah, like if, sorry, if you ask the official what narrative, the, what are the, what are the you know? conspiracy theories around it? Sorry, yeah, sorry. Uh, let me clarify that because obviously we have the we have the accepted motivation, which is to bring down America, right? But if there was a higher conspiracy from a conspiracy theory perspective, what do we think the motivations would have been? Uh, it would be to accomplish uh, multiple to multiple things. I would I would guess. I mean, you like we talked about oil. I would say was your number one driving factor, which leads to money. Um, destabilizing the Middle East, you're mm-hmm. causing war, death, destruction, which brings more war, death, destruction. You know, um, I don't know, I've, stuff I've listened to, it's kind of like the New World Order thing you hear, right? Where they're trying to destabilize things and slowly usher in, you know, the American ways, and then that's establishing like a New World Order in a sense. Because that's what Hydra was You're trying saying. to Americanize the world, essentially. You're trying to get globalized. And so, I don't yeah. know, that's what I say. I think there's a multitude of things that you can think about on the conspiracy side of it. When history didn't comply, it was made to. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah. So you, you know, mean like rewritten or? Okay, in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, right? Right. He was always sent out when things didn't go right. Exactly. So he either did assassinations, political assassinations, whatever. He was there to correct the way for Hydra. Yeah. You know, to rule through order and He was there to direct that chaos. narrative that, you know, yeah. Because in Hydra's scheme, it's like, 
there are no prisoners. We just need to have order. Everyone's going to think the same and do as we say. Yeah. Right? So you think... Or you socially shame them, right? Or you socially shame them. Yeah, you cancel them. Hydra's part of the memes. Yeah. Yeah. There was an there was an honest, open attempt to socially shame people, right? During the sure. pa- the, the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were censored, not just by the media organizations, but by their peers. Peers were being hostile on Twitter and Facebook, like very hostile. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I remember making some posts back in March and having people just lash out aggressively, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but there was a shaming campaign. And here's the problem with shaming information is that what if your information is wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it right. It doesn't matter at that yeah. point, you know, because if, if the masses believe in one thing, they're going to do that. They're mm-hmm. going to, yeah. And that's the, the allegory of the cave, and that's the issue with conspiracy theories. Sure. Is that the majority of people, if, the, if you can get the majority of the people bought into a conspiracy... Repetition, they, you talked about that in your last... Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, They'll reinforce it. They'll but, reinforce yeah, it. So yeah. they will They will literally kill to be able to continue to believe. It's the allegory of the cave, right? They'll con- yeah. they'll, they would rather kill you than have to be taken out of their comfort zone, yeah. right? Yeah. They, they, they will fight to the death to believe what they believe. And so if you get enough people bought into the conspiracy narrative, 9-11, um, they will lash out and fight to the bitter end to defend it. Right? right, even yeah. in the face of overwhelming logical, like challenges, sure. right? Yeah. So that's the interesting thing is is once you've perpetuated it, however you do that, then it's self it's like self it's self feeding. Get the motion, mm-hmm. that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you can do nine eleven with two people, two, two people that are in the know, and that's why I think it it, it validates the. The complexity theory. Yeah. Two people. I mean, more than two, but only two people that two are actually two people that are actually there at the top, yeah. directing it right. in a sense. Yeah, right. the ones that are pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you have cells underneath that with various sub conspiracies. Yeah, and fallacies. Yeah, fa- fa- failure, failings, failings. <laughs> you said <fallacy>. it right. <laughs> well, you just need an event that happens big enough, and then you can start making up stuff that sounds plausible to it. And then yeah. just start spreading that around, getting that out there. And as soon as you have enough people, you know, you're not directly giving them information daily. You're just putting out a narrative. Yeah. And once that narrative is spread far enough, right, it kind of goes all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching this one show about, a con- was, it's kind of like a rumor that happened about a girl who was a model who was just, and you know, she got killed some mysterious way. So... They made up this whole rumor about her being a ghost. And then around town, this ghost manifests because people's rumors got so powerful. Yeah, you made it. Yeah, you made it a physical thing now. Yeah, you brought it to fruition or whatever, yeah. So it's like, how powerful are rumors, right? Mm-hmm. You can stir a whole narrative of something. Yeah, yeah. religion can be a whole Well, religion's a perfect example of it, yeah. They're, yeah. they're stirring a whole herd of people in, in a way of thinking. You know, it, it's mind control essentially, right? You're you're yeah, well, directing you go, you people how they week. need to live and what you need to do and how you need to do it. And there's only this way to do it, or else. Yeah, you know? yeah. But people are going to poke holes in narratives exactly. all the time. Exactly. I you mean, know? I, I grew up strong LDS. You know, mm-hmm. we were really strong LDS family. But I mean, now now I'm more of kind you, of just believe in in Gus 
God, universe, and spirit. Yeah. Right? I do my thing. God does this. We're going to keep going. Well, yes and no. <laughs> yes, and no. <laughs> yeah. yes and no. I mean, I still believe in that greater good, greater purpose to humanity, I guess. The greater good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have faith that we can go somewhere as a humanity. Maybe finally actually get away from death and war and starvation and trafficking and all that shit that's going on. So much darkness, man. But hmm. I have faith in humanity might one day pull through. <laughs> I'm united. So. <laughs> you know, not... Not against one another. So. I, I wish I we're could... all here together in this. We're all flying on this spaceship called Earth. We're all in the same ship. You know it's what I mean? Big ass ship. It's a big it's fucking big ship. ship. <laughs> <laughs> we got a big ass ship. <laughs> I fucking hope so, dude. I want to be in a world where we can just dance. We can just <laughs> have conversations. Absolutely. And you know, get together. Not have to worry so much about a nine to five in a sense. Yeah. I mean, we're still, we still work, still builds things. You yeah, know? yeah, be productive. Absolutely. But build what we want to build and um, and spend time with each other. And then, importantly, the plagues of the world. You mentioned trafficking, yeah. things of that nature. Um, I hope we can reach a world where those go away. But it's weird. It's weird because you have to balance it with freedom, right? Because obviously you can cleanse the world yeah. through control yeah. in theory. But... Um, then you've created a prison or a hell, right? Like you, sure. you, you, you create a darkness as bleak as what you have purged. Right? You know about the songbird, you know, stuff, right? How the man built this beautiful cage to keep the bird inside. And he's like, I want you to stay in there. I mean, I give you everything you need. Food, water, you don't need to go out. Just stay in there. So you're always in the cage, you know? Yeah. So you, you never get to go. Everything's provided for you. Everything's great. You don't have to worry about it. But you're still a prisoner in a yeah. box. You're a prisoner in paradise. Yeah. yeah. You're still trapped by someone. What if Adam... Freedom. Is like a punk rock thing. <laughs> I'd rather punk be starving yeah. and free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Than, yeah. than... Yeah. Screw you. We're going to get out of the garden need. Woo! <laughs> but if you, owe, Doing donuts. if you owe money to anybody, you're not really free. We're, we're, we're slaves. That's, that's, you're, we're you're, all you're, slaves to money. You know? We're slaves with extra steps. Yeah, we we're, talk about this in slavery. We're, we're free range. We're free range animals. Yeah, we're on a big farm. Yeah. We're, you're welcome to I travel like around range. and yeah. do things. But Just don't go over at here. the end of the day. You need to go but make you some money and back in pay here. me your land royalties or yeah. mortgage or yeah. Um, and um, yeah. Sorry, there's a whole other layer there that we. Yeah, I know. We, we just, you shouldn't have, should have highlighted conspiracies. It just gets too deep on so many levels. Yeah. I mean, you could you can spin off into a million things. You know, we got a big drill. We're going to dill. You know, dig as deep as we can, right? <laughs> yeah, we're going for the core here. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of drills, the moon, okay, moon landing. Let's, let's do it. It's related to drills because it's a tool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they did that in the asteroid, the Michael Bay film with the asteroid. They drilled. That's right. Yeah, uh, saved the planet. Armageddon. All right, that's Armageddon. Yeah. Was that our deep impact? Um, yeah, it's the same there's, movie. There's it's a the lot, actually. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the one with the asteroid? Yeah. The, yeah. That the one, one with uh, the guy and he had the shoes. <laughs> Adam, before we continue, let's do a quick gear check before we go into moons. Um, you're still recording. I'm gonna restart that just to get some more footage. It, so the thing is, there's a law where cameras aren't allowed to run for more than 30 minutes. Uh, oh, okay. Or they have attacks. Yeah. And okay. So, okay. It's awesome. It's conspiracy. <laughs> it's yeah, <corruption>. another conspiracy. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going to drink this beer. Do that. Adam, do you want a beer or a water? Yeah. Do you have a water? water? Okay, let me grab your water real quick. Uh, Here. Sorry, you... No worries. 
So, Adam, what are your thoughts on the moon landing? We went to the moon. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Keep talking. This is good. This yeah. is good. I'll go get, I'll get it. So, we went to the moon because there's proof. They, right. We left experiments that there's mirrors you can shine lasers on and they reflect back. Yeah. So, we've been to the moon. The yeah, whole thing cool. about us not going to the moon, if you dig into that conspiracy group, it's like they're not really willing to reach out and do the research. Yeah. They're just willing to say, it's not possible because of X and Y. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you have water? Let me grab yeah. one more. So they'll, they'll just say, hey, we didn't go to the moon because a shadow doesn't... Sure, yeah, because yeah. something doesn't line up. Something stupid that... The, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. always pointing to that and they're like, well, have you actually been to like the Astronautical Museum? Or you have right, right. Play? Yeah. No, no, don't need I, to. I think it's fueled by the flat earthers. That too. I think uh, the moon conspiracy comes from the flat Earth side of people. Because and, uh, they're they're just a really uneducated group. I'm sorry. That's it. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm sorry. People. It, yeah. So I, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I no, no, apologize, no. but I think that's kind of where that came from. And so they, you know, they they try and prove up on certain theories or things. You know, they try and show certain evidential things. You know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example, I guess, but. You know, I think yeah. it's the flat earth. There's like, there's no way we went to the moon because there's a dome and all this stuff. You know there's what I mean? Dome. Like, you can't get yeah, to the you dome. can't. No, we don't have spaceships. They lie. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, each, you know, but so it's fair. yeah. I mean, it's just it's so <laughs> elementary that you're just you're like, no. <laughs> Guys, you, you can refute the flat earthers very simply with the n squared communication law, right? Yeah. The number of yeah. people that would have to be involved to perpetuate the yeah. flat earth. The flat yeah. earthers show a clip of like this this so called supposed NASA guy, and he's like. Well, we can't go to the moon anymore because we destroyed the technology we went to the moon with. It was some like stupid clip, you know, and it, it, that's that's the type of stuff they're trying to use. And for all you know, he's not even a NASA guy, right? He's yeah. just some asshole talking on a mic, you know. <laughs> we don't know credibility. Or <laughs> yeah, there's no credentials or credibility, and so you know they they run with these ideas or thoughts that come up. And, I'm, yeah, I'm not even gonna. Uh, well, okay, at some point we got to talk about flat Earth. Um, I think it I ties in with the moon. It does. Okay, all right, that's fair. I just I don't want to like give that without one like you don't have the other I think so I don't know because you can go big, yeah. fucking watch a ship on the ocean yeah you go to Cape Canaveral in Florida and yeah it yeah. sails out it goes down if you know how vision works You're exactly <laughs> right yeah that doesn't happen unless it is actually going down if something yeah. shrinks into the horizon if your if your vision is stable and yeah. something is just moving straight in a line away from you yeah. then it is going to shrink but it will it will it will shrink proportionally just to a small point but yeah. it will never shift it will not pan or scan in right. your field of view it will yeah. stay proportionate or, or stay in place and shrink yeah as your field of view expands. That is how vision works, okay? Yeah, yeah. And so if you understand that, then you can watch something, and if it sinks, if it goes down below the horizon before it shrinks to oblivion, yeah. then the earth is round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw a bunch of flat earthers like trying to prove that everything was flat by a scientific experiment that yeah, proves no, they, yeah. that everything you know, the earth you've is got, round. You've got flat earthers proving the world's round, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and they kept saying, like, well, this isn't the result we were... Oh, actually, our, yeah, our equipment yeah. was malfunctioning. That's not, yeah. yeah. We built a special device that actually holds this down yeah. to prove us right. You know? oh, yeah. Swamp gas like, from Venus refracted in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the usual bullshit? Yeah. 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 An alien standing next to him going, Yeah, that's yes, right. Yeah, yes. six foot alien right next to him. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. A, yeah. Aliens are flatter. <laughs> yeah, the aliens yeah, are yeah they're, they're the ones pedaling it. That's brilliant. 
They're like, mm. we just progressed to you. <laughs> my mind just exploded with joy. It was just like a, like a boom, boom. Because oh, how man. I can't, I'm laughing in my head, but I'm laughing so hard that I can't express it to you guys. Yeah, how just, hilarious that comment was. Like guys, it. aliens just mucking with us. Like, guys, the earth yeah. is flat. It's totally flat. It's Go totally for it. Flat. Let's see how many we can get on board. Ready? <laughs> Worldwide social experience. Yeah. Or experiment. Yeah. It's the reptilians that can look like us, right? The reptilians. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah? Yes. yeah. According to this conspiracy theories. Yeah. Fucking A, dude. Nate knows about reptilians. All right. You guys have you ever heard of David Icke? No, dude. You, you're like, missing sorry, out, man. This guy's David like Ike. king of conspiracies. So his initial... Uh, top of the pyramid uh, like we talked about earlier it's actually he yeah. believes our world is controlled by reptilians that's his ultimate like synopsis of his conspiracy Holy he thinks shit. that the reptilians are pulling the strings on all of our yeah. presidents and politicians there's worldwide like, they would have to control us they would want to sorry yeah, uh, there's yeah. four different types there's like the, the reptilian the gray yeah. the uh, angelic white the nordics the nordic and who is the fourth one um, they're like they're like the technological ones, right? There's two types of grays, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's there's like one type of gray that's like, they're kind of just here, but they're not friendly or foe necessarily. Kind of like, they kind of just do what they're told. They're like servants of the reptilians. Oh, no so way. So like when you hear of objection, when you hear, them. yeah, someone's like, oh, I got a, a abducted by an alien, you know, it's those grays. And then there's like a good gray that's on our side trying to like uh, progress humanity and help us get out of the kind of help us get nuclear it. war that we're in essentially <laughs> they're the good skynet <laughs> they're the, the good skynet yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. something like that <laughs> you have to if you were benevolent even moderately benevolent as a species if we found another species think about it logically if we found another species you yeah, can't yeah, just yeah. let them go run them up because they Absolutely. could end up as an enemy right, right? Mm-hmm, right. you're gonna meddle yeah you're gonna meddle yeah, right absolutely you want to keep peace, you're going to have treaties and agreements. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You want to encourage them <laughs> yeah. to be a peaceful species and then that, that will be subordinate to you or, or peaceful or compatible with you. So you're going to mold them into that. That's what you would want. That's the benevolent Otherwise they route. become your enemy and you don't want that either. Right. right. Or, you go or you wipe them out. Yeah. You go or you wipe them route. out, sure, if you're not wiped out first. Independence yeah. Day, you know. Star Trek route is you don't, the prime directive is you don't involve yourself. Yeah. But you still involve yourself, you know? Yeah. You still go down there because you gotta have a show. Yeah. Yeah. Because you still gotta film. Yeah. Well, because you're Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's looking pretty good. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Prime directive. Prime directive? <laughs> over, <laughs> over, overruled. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> My balls are overriding the prime directive right now. <laughs> he always is like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I um, yeah. So your choices, realistically, as a as a mentally competent species, which you are, if you can travel the stars, yeah. is wipe them out, yeah, or meddle, yeah, because you don't want to let them just run amok like the prime directive, because then you don't know they could catch up, and if they catch up and they're not on your side. And you've created a fucking problem you for a yourself. Big problem. Yeah, right. Star problem. Trek was just like saying, "Screw you guys. We're just going to meddle anyway. We made this rule up, but we're not going to follow it. We're just going to yeah. screw around with you guys as civilization." Yeah. Well, that kind of you know boils down to control. You can't control everything either, or everyone. The Federation. You know, so it's surprising how much even you if you can, want though. that piece, you may not get it. That's true, though. But you can't control. You can't control. Yeah, it's like water. Yeah. Exactly. You, know you can maybe guide the flow, but you yeah. can't control it. But you can. You can guide the flow. If you want water yeah. to go down a hill, you can't right. grab the water and force it. No. But you, but can, you can carve out right. a pathway. So, yeah. You can carve a pathway, but you're 
You don't not have even, it may not even flow in that path that you created. It still yeah. will wander and sway and carve its own path in a sense. It'll maybe follow what you're, right? You guided it somewhere. Mm-hmm. But water and natural flow, yeah, you're gonna, it's going to go where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You, 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 I mean, you, best, you can yeah. choose a destination, but afterwards yeah. it's still going to evaporate. You, yeah. you have to understand its nature, and you have to meet it where it's at, right? You yeah. have to understand that its nature is to take the easiest route, and then you have to make the easiest route your route. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the same with humanity. You have to understand humanity's nature. Yeah. And then you have to make it so that the path you want humanity to go is in line with their nature, right? You have to make those two things happen. So humanity's nature is to be nationalistic and pro-country. So if you can make the 9-11 conspiracy look as though it was conducted by someone else, they'll be more inclined to believe that than to believe that it was someone on their own soil. Sure. So you can control people. You just need to align whatever you present them with with their nature. Yeah, if you can... I mean, you guys talked about brainwashing, repetition. If you can get people on board enough by repetition of whatever, 9-11, you know, get that narrative out, and and it's in the mass, it's going to go that direction. Well, anger is a great tool, too, you know? Sure. Yeah. I could see you wanted to say something. Sorry. I was just thinking... You were talking about water and all that, and I was thinking of Bruce Lee for a minute. You know, be like yeah, water, flow, right. and stuff like that. Then I had an image of doing the whole Bruce Lee thing by a river and a lake. You know, flow like water, but then just laying down in the river. <laughs> yeah. Flow like I water. I am one with this the is... universe. <laughs> just underneath the water. <laughs> just face down. Oh, man. I love Bruce Lee, by the way. The the six-inch punch, man, it's all about core rotation. You know what I mean? It's all about rotational power, torque. Anyway, fucking, he's awesome, Bruce Lee. Um, I want to hear more about the reptilians, though. You were saying that they are, because I want to hear more of this narrative. I don't know a whole lot of it, like I said. I I mean, I've listened to the guy. His name is David Icke, and he talks a lot about it, I guess, but... What's the relationship? So you talked about so there's greys, reptilians, angelics. What's all? What's the whole like international or intergalactic? Is it galactic or universal? It's got to be galactic. They can't travel galaxy yeah. to galaxy, right? It's too far. Yeah, I don't think so. It's got to be intergalactic. They're all local. They're, they, yeah, they be they're local. all within our own galaxy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if there's trillions of planets and stars within our own galaxy, why not? Why couldn't it be possible? But yeah. to actually make contact and have it be. I don't, you know, maybe the maybe the Earth was terraformed by them to create humanity. Maybe we were like a petri dish. Mm. Yeah, and humanity was an accident, maybe, and oh, we yeah. kind of oh, went shit, in a direction they didn't yeah. expect. You know, and so now they're kind of like, oh, we don't know what to do. They screwed up. We'll yeah, see. right. Like, <laughs> let them nuke each other. Who gives a shit? You know? <laughs> yeah, we're just a byproduct of some engineering experiment. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know. <laughs> we were the dump planet. They took monkeys and interjected DNA and them shit. You we're know? like I don't the know. rest stops. They just dumped yeah. their waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just evolved. Yeah, we just evolved out of it. Look, yeah. there's this planet Earth. Nobody wants it anyway. We'll just put them there. Yeah. <laughs> it's that on the outer rim. It's we got a lot of this H two O stuff that we don't like. <laughs> nah. No, 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 no. They'll definitely be. They'll just be nothing. Camper home comes down. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're the rest. Yeah. So what, I, I don't know. Do you know what the I mean, relationship is? So you mentioned the greys are subordinate. One of the greys, at least. One of the casts yeah. or subgroups of the greys is yeah, subordinate the, to reptilians. The ones you hear about in all the horror films or movies, what they're about, those, those are supposedly the 
non-emotion what's what's that what's that word when you don't when you can't feel anything you're numb it's not narcissistic it's uh yeah. Not, not an empath, because empath feels emotions. Yeah, it's opposite of an empath. Mm. It's the it's a psychopath, I guess. You don't feel anything. Yeah, I guess. And they're so kind of like that type. They're almost like droids in a sense. They're almost like mechanical because they don't have feelings towards. So I mean, if you're being abducted for an experiment or whatever, I mean, you know, they don't have feelings towards you as a I wonder living if that would being. Be beneficial for a, I don't know. A species. Get you in frame there because I'm not. <laughs> I just realized that we have like your profile for the whole the whole show. Uh, well, I look over a few times. Okay, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder if that would be necessary for a species to evolve. You know, is is or, or not, but beneficial. Just a, a lack of sort of emotion. You know, well, like and it, that's where humanity's leading. If we if we continue to follow like the Neuralink path. Mm-hmm. And we're all just going to upload our minds into a into a machine body. You're going to lose feeling. You're going to lose emotion. You're going to lose compassion, empathy. It's all going to go away. And you become that gray alien, in a sense. You become this super evolved species, but you have no moral compass, necessarily. Unless we can inc- increase the... Is it the endocrine? The... the um, so, unless we can augment that as well. So, if we only augment the, the logical capabilities of the system, and we don't augment the emotional sy- capabilities exactly. of the system, then yeah. I agree. And you're, you're lost as a, as a species. Because eventually, yeah. the, the, the signal, the amount of capacity of your ration, like your logical brain, will, will overwhelm your, your emotional yeah. brain. And your emotional brain is still important. It's part of what human is. I and believe we have two brains. I think your heart's one of them and your mind's the other one. Because, you know, things come from your heart, right? That's your yeah. emotions, your empathy, your... That's your humanity. Yeah. If you don't have that, you're not human. Elon Musk. Uh, yeah. Please listen... Hear listen me. Here. <laughs> <laughs> please listen to Splayed. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, this one, I'm going to send this out. I'll tweet out this section. Elon Musk... Um, please augment not only the cognitive or computational uh, sectors of the brain. Yeah. Please augment the emotional sectors as well. Exactly. You have to yeah. implement them both to be successful. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he doesn't have it. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, this is... Let's hear your thoughts. Yeah. Well, okay. Augmenting the emotional side of everything. So you build a robot that hugs. Yeah. And it just hugs. That's all it does. That's all it's programmed to. But is it really feeling that emotion? Yeah. Is it giving I don't know, right? that warmth, you know, that emotion? It's giving you a hug. You can get cold hugs all day long, right? If you yeah. hug someone that doesn't want to hug you, you're kind of like, it's pretty clear. Then it's sexual harassment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I built a robot. Guys, the mu- the, the mune... Uh, the beer's kicking in. <laughs> the mune landing. The emu landing. I'm a lightweight, by the way. I said one beer will wipe me will wipe me the fuck out. So, um, uh, Nate knows this. Adam knows this. Yeah. Adam. Emus? Emus. <laughs> Emus on the moon. I love koala. Dude, I saw it too. I saw a koala giving another koala like a bro hug. Yeah? And I was just like, fucking A. Right Look at that. The universe needs to see this. They're going to survive. If they're going to survive, make, yeah. Yeah. The moon landing, I don't think you can perpetuate the moon. The, the, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like drunk history now. <laughs> on splayed. And the man. <laughs> and the man. He gone. <laughs> I like the one where they're talking about the history of Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. The dog starts barking and the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I fucking love that show. Have you seen Drunk History? No, I need to. Okay, but Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Excellent. Yes. Let's do this. <laughs> she's. She, <laughs> oh man, um, she's super awkward. At, uh, she's like on. She gets on show host. Show hosts. Co-hosts. Co-ho- Co-host. Co-host a show. More beer. Host a show. <laughs> <laughs> Show's a host. I'm a fan of the show. All right, good. Um, Saturday Night Live. I am spent, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now there's conspiracy talk. We should do this show drunk more often. (laughs) Okay, wait. The moon. The moon landing. I'm listening. The moon. I'm going to try and say my words really carefully. Yes. Okay. Yes, take a breath. There it is. I'm going to reach deep into the depths of my mind and make manifest the ideas of my soul. Beautiful. Splayed. Splayed. Welcome to Splayed. Welcome I don't, to Splayed. Yeah. Can we cheers? I'm out of beer. You know, oh, here fuck. you go. Can I get you another beer? Should I get you another beer? No, no. You gotta drive, good. right? You gotta yeah, drive. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, the loon. The lunar landings, the moon landings. Yep. Here's the thought. You have to deal with radio antennas. Sure. You have to actually have a rocket launch because yeah. people are there to watch it. Mm-hmm. And you and the astronauts have to get into the rocket or stunt doubles. Or stunt doubles. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's, there's a, there's a mass... And then you have to have all the machines at NASA get different data. Because you got, like, what, like, a two, two dozen engineers at NASA looking at screens. So either they're involved, yes. but again, that gets into the complexity law. So I'm trying to reduce the complexity. I'm trying to think if there's a way to get the NASA moon landing down to less than 10 knowing individuals. Because that, I believe, is is the key. That's the Goldilocks zone. If you can get down to less people... to if you can get less than 10 yeah. people involved in the conspiracy sure I don't know that's a good question 24 people 34 people 34 however many are in Houston right they're looking at computers and those computers have to line up with what you're you're saying or they're going to talk maybe they're all maybe a majority of them are watching or looking at the same data and so it's kind of like a cross reference or double insurance kind of a thing mm-hmm. if you have 10 guys looking at this piece of the launch, yeah. you have maybe you can get some more accuracy that way. There's probably some because there, there's a lot of data analyzing, I would say, in that yeah. scenario. So, so that might be a little different than what you're saying with the organizing a, a conspiracy or whatever. How that, many that data feeds do you have? Thought. Do you have to fake? Because here's the issue with radio tower. Ta- Jesus, towers, towers <laughs> with radio ta- telescopes. That's the word. There you go. With. Ra- I can't speak, you guys. With radio telescopes, right? Um, you can see you can that you can see the space landing, the spaceship. Yeah, you can see it. It's like having eyes in space. You can see the. Yeah. I'm trying really hard. Space to, station to f- go over by at night exactly. if you know the timing. I mean, yes. So if you have a radio receiver, you can actually see the signals from the space station, and importantly, those are directional. Mm-hmm. You can't fake it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's going to be wherever, like following the moon. 
you know, sure. as a sp- and more so the more the closer the spaceship gets to the moon. So that's going to be really fucking difficult because you can't fly a spaceship around that fast to like trace the moon around the globe. <laughs> In other words, um, you're going to have to actually send something to the moon to fake the radio signal. So either you're going to hack everybody's radio signal, which is before the internet, by the way, which means that these sure. are analog radios, yeah. which means that you have to actually go to physically on site and break their radio signals such that if they look at a specific point in the sky it produces a blip right or you have to take everyone who has a radio signal and silence them somehow somehow get them to yeah yeah I mean maybe a lot of them you can just be like just ignore them you can just here's the thing about a conspiracy you've seen Westworld oh sure yeah this doesn't look like anything to me there's a certain amount it's the allegory of the cave again there's a certain yeah. amount where the brain will naturally disbelieve something so 9-11 for example we were talking about squibs we were talking about if it was demolished there would there was this show saying if it was demolished you would have uh, fuses lying around yeah, you, would you, have would, you would have the residue of, from the bombs or whatever bombs. I mean, yeah. but if you're not looking for it yeah or more importantly if you don't believe you're in the cave you're looking at the shadows you don't believe it can possibly exist you're gonna pick it up and be like this doesn't look like anything to me, right? Sure, sure. Throw it out. Toss that mother away. Right? Like it, just, it doesn't make sense. Why would this be here? I don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? And you don't you don't put enough inner it can't be. It can't be possible. You reject it. Yeah. Because you don't want to believe it, right? Yeah. And so that could be true. Like people could have not found the spaceship. Sure. And just been like, "Well, I couldn't find it." Yeah. So I guess there's that. Yeah. But I mean, how many people witnessed the launch? The launch, the launch I mean, has to fool, happen. How do you fool yeah, how do you fool that, though? The launch has to happen, but do you have to actually go to the moon? Right. Could you, you go to... high enough and just disappear? Right. Right of you? Maybe, I guess. There's three dead astronauts up there that never came back. Right. Excuse me. Well, what was Challenger 11 or 7? What the hell was it? That blew up and yeah, there was yeah, like yeah. 10 of them that all died? So, um, I don't know, but it's it's much harder for me. In my mind, it's much harder to orchestrate the moon landing hoax than it would... Yeah as a hoax than 9-11 I think 9-11 like I said you can do with two funded well-funded educated people yeah on the conspiracy side the movie producer uh, Stephen Kubrick or something I think is his name okay he supposedly filmed the moon landing like I think again the flat earthers kind of point to him like it was filmed in a studio and they just broadcasted to people's TVs from a studio a quote unquote landing it was just a, a, a set up scene you know but, the, but then that's, I say, where, how do you fake the rocket launching? Yeah. Here's the thing, is you do in science, and in any, any profession, you know this, you know this. You, I talked about this last week. You have, you have your 10% or so of competent people. Sure. Yeah. And then you have, so, so in, any, in any class, science or otherwise, you're going to have 10% who know what they're doing. They actually know what they're doing. Yeah, and 90% that are just, Fucking monkeys making right? it work. Yeah, and so the problem is, is if you if your ninety percent has been giving marching orders from maybe one or two people out of the ten percent, right, uh, for corrupt reasons or just you know biases or whatever, then you're gonna have that. You're gonna have a sampling where like ninety percent of the data that you're seeing, yeah, is actually inaccurate, and the eight percent or whatever of the data is actually correct, right? Yeah, yeah, and so. Th- that can happen. That's what I'm saying. It's, that's why we have MongoDB. 
<laughs> I want to smile at the camera. Any, any of my engineers out there? <laughs> you have to explain a little bit. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry. We have to. We have to come to a close. I think we're in a good spot right now. I want to keep that going. Sounds good. But I think we're out of time. Um, right. Any other thoughts, Nate? No, man. That was good. Good show. That was fun. Is anything because I, I know I talked a lot during the show, so I want to give you a couple minutes to talk about some shit. <laughs> I got nothing else to say, man. Nothing else to say, man. No, I, I think we're okay. I feel like we all got our two cents in. <laughs> okay. Um. Guests, I mean audience. <laughs> guests, guests, <laughs> guests. Uh, we're gonna hopefully have some more chill ass guests like Nate here on the show. Uh, hopefully, Nate, we can get you back. Maybe we can do a part two on this I'd episode. Love to. That'd be great. It was fucking chill of you to come out, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, um, Adam. As always, fucking up the show. Yeah, that's right. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Talk too damn much. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, wait. <laughs> we don't make money yet. Um, anyway, uh, audience, have a chill-ass fucking week. Um, smash that like button if you've got it. Hit subscribe. Hit us up on Facebook. Uh, hit us up on YouTube. Hit us up on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podcasts. Podcast Hell places, yeah. uh, Spotify. Don't don't listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Who needs Joe? You we got, got Rusty. <laughs> but, uh, Flip side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We have guests like Nate. Yeah. Dude, fucking thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Um. Bye. Bye, <laughs> bye buddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs>